It's time to get in the huddle with Carl Dukes, Brian Baldinger, and Jason LaConfora. Last but not least, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Fourth in the division last year, but arguably the biggest change of any team with Aaron Rodgers this year in the offseason. And it was a big story. It continues to be a big story, Baldy. So tell me about these Jets, man, because if anybody's going to make the jump from last in the division to first, this is the team that potentially could do it this season. Well, just recent history, forget about any long-term history, but if you just go over the last three years, like this is a team that has been snake bit by injuries from like just, just the jump, you know, and last year the offensive line crumbled. Brees Hall got hurt. Um, you know, they, they haven't been able to put together a healthy offense line. Now they're relying on a 39-year-old left tackle and Dwayne Brown to play left tackle. Nobody knows what Mekhi Becton's going to be. Um, they drafted Carter Warren out of Pittsburgh. Like, they have not been able to put a solid, healthy offensive line on the field together. Kansas City lined up and played the same five guys for 20 straight weeks last year. I don't think a guy missed a, a start. They, they, they haven't come close to doing anything like that. So we could talk about Aaron Rodgers and you can talk about Garrett Wilson and Alan Lazard and all the stuff. They got to get, they got to get it right up front. Cause if Aaron Rodgers is under siege, is he, if he's getting hit the way Flacco and Zach Wilson, some of these guys have been, Mike White have been hit over the last three years. This thing's going to fall apart. So that's the challenge. I, I think everywhere else defensively, I think they've got playmakers. They want to like be top five in takeaways. Uh, Brees Hall will get back. But I think, and you, you you know you just don't know. Running backs never know. Nobody knows after you tear your ACL when it's going to be right mentally, when it's going to feel right because it's going to be different than it ever has before. It's a different knee. It's a new knee. But if Brees isn't ready to go, if they've got to put him on a pitch count, I don't know that Michael Carter, Bam Knight, the rookie, um, Abanaconda. I don't know that that's an elite group. So there is talk out there. That Dalvin Cook is out there. Uh oh. And you just go, like, I'm not here to 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 inflame any sort of chatter. But if you're gonna be all in, Carl, go all, are you in. all in or you all in. Yeah. Like you go get Aaron Rodgers, get you know, you you go get all these changes, right? Like there's Dalvin out there, and he's a hell of a teammate, he's a great player. And you don't know just what Brees Hall is gonna be or when he's gonna be that guy. So do you go just go all in, just go get Dalvin. Whatever it takes, restructure contracts, you know, go in the red, whatever you got to do. Um, I, I just think the uncertainty at that position right now with where Brees is at, and I don't maybe he starts week one against Buffalo. I don't, I don't know, but there's there's no need to rush a guy of this type of talent. Like, go get to me, just go get Dalvin. Like, and tell everybody in the building we're really all in, not just to have a winning season, not to make the playoffs, to go win it all. I mean, that's what Tampa did. They went out and got Fournette and, and Antonio Brown, and they, they added pieces, you know, and they got Gronk, and, you know, they went and won it. Like, why not just go all in? Like, to me, the Jets, like, they've gone this far. They got hard knocks out there. Go get another storyline, you know. Like, go get Dalvin. <laughs> I love and it. take them away from maybe take them away from Miami or some other contender, you know, and make them yours. 
Yeah, it's it's offense playing defense, right? With with that kind of situation, Baldy. If they do that, I'm all in. <laughs> okay, because it changes how you can play. I mean, it just does. Aaron's great, but Aaron doesn't have to do superhuman things every you know third down and 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 every uh, time you're in the red zone when you've got that in the backfield and that versatility. So I, I I'm curious to see where these guys land. By the way, if you guys don't realize this, they're Leonard Fournette's out there. Dalvin Cook's out there. Ezekiel Elliott's out there. There's a bunch of running backs that are out there. But Dalvin Cook, because of his age and production, is still, to me, the best one available um, that that could be signed. All right, let me ask you, as we're talking about the Jets, um, Robert Sala. I, I like Robert Sala. I think, I think he showed us last year, you know, he, he can be a head coach. Um, but he's growing still in the job. And I'm wondering, is he going to be able to handle this? This is a different kind of pressure, Baldy. This is a different kind of pressure that than what he's been. He got there, eh, they weren't winning. It's the Jets. Now that is changed. At least the perception has changed. Is he going to be able to handle this? Well, I think he's got a lot of help. You know, I think he's got a, a great general manager in Joe Douglas that's gotten him all these pieces. I think he's got an owner that, you know, wants to win at any cost. I think he's got a quarterback. And, and, and a, coordinator, a coordinator with that quarterback in Nathaniel Hackers. I don't think if Nathaniel wasn't there and Aaron Rodgers was here or if Nathaniel was here and Derek Carr was here, I don't think it would work. I think it works because these two have a great relationship. They trust each other. They had three great years together in Green Bay. Um, I, I think that combination helps out Robert Sala from that standpoint. Guiding the team through turbulent waters, injuries, uh you know, distractions, uh, in-game decision-making, it, it's yet to be seen. It's just yet to be seen because it's its not fair to say, well, he's got to be able to do all these things. I mean, it, it, it's a difficult thing. And so handling the New York media, the expectations, your point, I don't know if Robert Sala, because he, he doesn't, I don't know if Robert Sala knows. He could, he could take from, you know, uh, all the different guys that he's been around. Um, San Francisco, Seattle, Green Bay. Like, he's been around certain places. This is this is a different type of cat right now. <laughs> and so yeah. Yeah. I, I don't want to say Robert can't do it. We got to wait and see what those challenges are because none of them, nobody knows where they're going to come from, but they're going to come. And so where are those things? Because the first time he screws up a clock management deal, and they lose a game the way we saw, you know, last year, Seattle and Denver week one. Right. Where right. Daniel Hackett didn't exactly get it right with Russell Wilson at the end of the game. Like that travels with you. And fans say you can't do this. They they said that about Andy Reid for 12 years in, in Philadelphia. And now Andy's winning Super Bowls. They don't say that about him anymore. You know, maybe it was the quarterback that fixed it for him. But they said that about Andy. Like, oh, yeah, you know, championship game's great. You can get to the But – Clock management, that was his uh, Achilles heel. We, we don't know what that's going to look like um, if that happens and what that and how Robert's going to deflect that, how they're going to overcome it if that happens. It's a great point. Uh, and, and that's why, guys, you know, this season, it's also handling all the the other stuff, right? You've got you've got big egos now in that locker room. Guys are growing into their own. I mean, you, you got to handle all of that stuff as a head coach. It's more than just play calling or – you know, especially being the head coach, you, you, you got to handle 
and maneuver the locker room so guys stay on point. And I just think, for me, this is the – I need to see that from Salah. I'm not telling he's a he's, a, he's not a great coach because I think he is. I think he's really – he knows what he's doing. But that part of it is what separates the great ones, Baldy. You know, when you have a great team, there is an expectation. And I just want to ask you this as we finish up, and then we'll ask – I'll get to who we think the, is going to win the division, guys. Carl Dukes, Brian Baldinger in the huddle. The Hard Knocks situation in 2010, I went to New York. I was there when Rex Ryan was there. HBO sent us up there. Uh, you know, Revis Island. I'm thinking back to all the guys that they had, right? And, and they had, as, as Bart Scott told me, we got some goons, okay? And I laughed, but he was like, we got some goons. But when, when I went up there, Rex embraced the hard knocks. He was like, we don't care. We're those dudes. We're going to whoop everybody's ass. We're here to play. And it was a different feeling. And I felt like the last few weeks, the Jets have been like, we don't want it. It's a distraction. Oh, and I'm like, if you are those guys, embrace it. If you feel like your team is that, is it really that big of a distraction to you to have these guys around following around if your team is going to be that good? And I'm just comparing and contrasting to 2010 when I was there and it was a different feel. Even with, you know, Sanchez as a quarterback, they still felt like it doesn't matter. We're going to win these games and we're going to be in the playoffs. Well, they didn't embrace it. You know, nobody wanted it. Um, I think the owner probably privately wanted it. He wanted the attention. He doesn't yeah. mind. He's probably going to make more money this year than he's ever made as the owner of the Jets. Mm. So that's what, but you know, that's what business owners do. Um, I don't know. I was around there yesterday, and I'm going to go there tomorrow. I know these guys. I mean, I'm in the building where all these guys work, you know, so I know the, the producers and camera people. Um, I just feel like, by this point right now, they've been there for a week. Um, they're just part of the furniture. Like, honestly, like if, it, you know, like I talked to CJ Mosley about it last week and he's like, if we can't handle this distraction, what happens right. when we have a real distraction? And and so that's a mature attitude. You know, CJ's taking like, <clears throat> we better be able to handle this because there's going to be a lot more that's going to come at us. So I just feel like, look, if, if you're worried about cutting somebody on camera, well, then just hire, you know, find these two guys that, you know, you got to do the TV thing for, for the cameras and just let them know, like, you know, we'll sign you back and practice squad. I mean, that's, that, those things aren't difficult to get around. You, everybody's got to cut players that are there for camp, you know? So um, how you handle it and how you, what you say to the cameras, you know, that's one thing. Look, they've got, they've got um, the storylines write themselves for this show. Uh, and when you're in that city, that town, heck, they're going up to Canton. There's Revis, there's Joe Klecko. You know, probably Namath will be up there. I mean, that's a whole show. Just watching the Hall of Fame. Jet fans just going nuts. Um, preseason, you know, they got scrimmages against Carolina. They're looking forward to that. They got a scrimmage against the Giants. I mean, these storylines are going to be there whether the cameras are there or not, Carl. that That's kind of how I would look at it. And if I had addressed the Jets team, I'm like, this, these are things that everybody's going to pay attention to. So I just don't think it should be that big of a deal. All right, who wins this division, Baldy? We're talking about the AFC East. We do our divisional uh, previews, guys, and these will continue as we go through camp and all the news that's happening here on In the Huddle. Who wins the AFC East? Maybe it's just I was in New York yesterday and I saw Aaron Rodgers make Aaron Rodgers kind of throws. <laughs> it, was, it was impressive. Yeah, like it's just The whole place just going, did you just see that? I mean, they're still talking about 
one of these throws to Garrett Wilson yesterday. That was just amazing. Now, it's got to be way more than that to win. But, damn, I think the Jets and Dolphins, they've always played some some great games uh, over the years. I feel like these two teams are going to battle it out. And I feel like the Jets with the quarterback situation is a little bit better right now. I, I think the Jets can win this division. 